Inside Chicago Government. Welcome to another in a series of interviews about and sounds of Chicago government. I'm Dave Gloetz. In this episode, you'll hear part of the public comments section of the full Chicago City Council meeting that took place on July 20, 2022, and the larger implications for oversight by Chicago residents of the City Council's actions. That's in the standard version you're about to hear. In the premium version of the episode, which you can get by subscribing at shygov.com, you can hear the last act in the protracted attempt by 9th Ward Alderman Anthony Beal to raise the speed at which Chicago's speed limit cameras are triggered, an effort that was finally killed by the council. Also in the premium version, you can hear how aldermen boosted enforcement against illegal drag racing, while at the same time, a downtown NASCAR race course was planned and defended by Mayor Lori Lightfoot. In the premium version, you can hear some of the mayor's defense and her reaction to aldermen who might want a say in the NASCAR scheme. All that comes with analysis from me and from my colleague, Chicago Reader columnist Ben Jarofsky. Here's the standard episode. The most recent meeting of the full city council took place on July 20. Near the start of each city council meeting, the law requires 30 minutes set aside for public comment. We're now going to hear from one of the in-person commenters, John Catanzara who is president of the Fraternal Order of Police Lodge 7, which is the union representing most Chicago police officers below the rank of sergeant. You got us sitting up here because you don't want the members of the council to be looking at us on the main floor where it's always been held. These rules need to be changed and go back to the old way of doing business if you want to have an open and transparent government instead of sticking us up here in the peanut gallery. But I highly doubt that's going to happen. Three officers committed suicide in the last two weeks. And this mayor has repeatedly stood in front of press conferences talking about the amount of time off our officers have and how exorbitant it is, as if they are not rented mules, as I've said time and time again, to be abused. The superintendent of police has stood in front of press conferences and lied repeatedly, Rule 14 himself, by saying they only cancel eight days off a year. That is an outright lie. When are the council members going to wake up and do the right thing? I like to applaud Alderman Tabaris, Napolitano, Lopez, and O'Shea for their crafting of ordinances to try and give the men and women who represent and defend this city every day from insanity before it becomes Gotham forever and trying to get something done. These will be presented to all of you shortly later today. This council has repeatedly not really gave a damn, historically, when it came to the FOP and what we were trying to fight for for our members. Suicide is real. It is not going away. Officers are dealing with the same trials and tribulations that everybody in this world deals with. But when you then go to work and see trauma after trauma after trauma, you get no break, no decompression. You are literally looking at dead bodies, emaciated babies, domestics, and then you have to go home and barely get enough sleep to report back to work. It affects your relationships at home with your loved ones, your spouses, your children. 
I've had officers crying that their own kids think they're strangers. This cannot keep going forward. And lastly, COVID. Three of these officers are still waiting seven months for a line of duty designation who all died of COVID. The first four got the designation. These three are still waiting seven months. The families deserve it. Mr. Catanzara raises some, I think, weighty issues around the stress on police, but that's not what I want to key in on here. I want to key in on what he said at the beginning. He's addressing the alderman, and he said, you have us stuck up here in the peanut gallery. And I've talked about this before, that since the early days of the pandemic, the city council started meeting via video conference, and then last year they resumed in-person meetings, but they still have not allowed members of the public onto the main floor of the council chamber as spectators, uh-huh. where members of the public must go if they want to witness the proceedings and or comment in person is there's a mezzanine above the council floor that is glassed off and it extends, the mezzanine extends kind of over the floor so the people in the mezzanine can't really see the aldermen. They can look through the window down and see the mayor and the city staff. Aldermen can't see the spectators unless they go to the front of the room and look up. And important to this conversation is they can't see the person who is doing the public comment. So while Mr. Catanzara and the other public commenters were speaking, because I was there in the press box watching the aldermen, because I couldn't really see the uh, public speakers too well either. Uh, A bunch of aldermen gathered on the side of the room, out of view of the peanut gallery, as it were, and started kibitzing. Okay. And then other aldermen drifted over, and, you know, it got to be, you know, just uh, kind of a coffee clutch while... Mr. Catanzara and others are speaking. And that's kind of what Mr. Catanzara was talking about, is that the aldermen, and I've witnessed this repeatedly over the past year, aldermen are using this public comment period as a time not to sit and listen to whoever's speaking. In other words, if you believe that at a public meeting, it should be an opportunity for the public to address the public servants and an opportunity for the public servants to receive the input that they're getting from the public, then perhaps you would be more interested in having the public back on the main floor where they can see the aldermen and what they're doing, and aldermen would be less likely to be sitting around kibitzing because they would no longer be out of sight. And that's kind of what was going on here. Okay. I understand that many people are still concerned about COVID-19 safety. However, there are protocols that could be put in place, but the city council does have no protocol for like, when is this gonna stop? When is the public gonna be allowed back in? There is no benchmark. We have to reach this, this, and this for people to get back there. I know how it works in Chicago. There's two ways, Johnny C, when they don't wanna listen to you. If you really go extreme, like Fred Hampton, they shoot you. Okay, and then they make jokes about it. Like people would tell me, Ben, you know, you better lay uh, lay low on that Mayor Daly stuff. You could end up at the bottom of the river. People make jokes about it, or they just ignore you. So Johnny, they're just ignoring. They put you up there. That's where they shoved you. And you're absolutely correct. They don't want to hear what you have to say. They put you up there and they talk among themselves. They don't want to hear what you have to say, John. They're just waiting for instructions from Lori Lightfoot. But do you agree, Ben, that by having physical presence of the public in the room, that it brings a level of scrutiny that is that is lacking now? Absolutely. You got to put them back and they won't. And they're going to use that COVID excuse. Mayor Lori Lightfoot 
It's bringing NASCAR to the lakefront. Just celebrated Lollapalooza. Put like 100,000 people in the Grand Park. Shove them face to face. But can't stick 200 spectators on the floor of the city council. Yeah, you can't figure it out. That's all we've got for the standard episode. If you'd like to hear the full-length premium version of the episode, including material not heard on any other podcast, please subscribe at shygov.com. Or if you're already a subscriber, log in at shygov.com, go to the Chicago menu, and choose City Council. As always, listeners, we welcome your comments, questions, and suggestions for future interviews. Using email, you can get those to us via comment at shygov.com. Using Facebook, go to facebook.com slash insidegov. That's G-O-V. And on Twitter, find us at C-H-I-G-O-V-T. I'm Dave Gloetz. Thanks for listening.